Hello and welcome to Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef, the podcast, a platform for creators to chat about what really inspires them. They will share their life lessons that they've learned along the way, and most importantly, they'll tell us something sweet. Welcome everyone to Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef. I'm super excited to speak with this woman. I'm over the moon excited to speak with this dynamic and brilliant super woman. <laughs> Did I mention y'all that she is stunning? A little bit about my next guest. Houston, Texas. Dr. Chelsea Green was born into a family of jazz and funk musicians and started her performance career as a violin at the age five. Dr. Green's performances are often described as passionate, vivacious, electrifying, and innovative. Dr. Chelsea Green and her ensemble, The Green Project, tear down stereotypes of the violin and viola by fusing traditional classical technique with popular favorites and enticing original songs in various genres. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Billboard charting international recording artist, Dr. Chelsea Green. Welcome, Dr. Green, to Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef. Hello. Thank you so much for that <laughs> kind intro. How are you? I am great. I'm staying, as the young kids say, I'm staying Marion free. I'm back <laughs> and boosted. Amen. <laughs> so Good. I'm just glad to be to be, uh, you know, healthy and my family's moving along and everyone's healthy on my end. How's, how's your family doing? I, to God be the glory, everyone is good and, you know, we are praying that everything is the same. So we're just making it day by day as we all are. Yeah, I know, right? Yes. So listen, I follow you on social media. Like, how are you navigating the pandemic? Well, thank you. You know, I am taking it step by step. I feel like there are a lot of measures being put in place for us to try to quote unquote get back outside as safely as possible. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's gonna, this is something that I think we realized was not going away. And so it's, it's yeah. now become, you know, how do we manage it and how do we continue to live life with it here? And you know, just trying to navigate performances has been interesting, but oh, I'm sure. I am learning the power of the pivot for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I imagine. So, you know, just as creatives, I know it's important that we recharge our batteries and things like that to self-care and, and things like that. How do you stay creatively inspired? Mm, that is such a good question. I feel like through the pandemic especially, I've become a lot more spiritually centered. I do a lot of Bible reading, a lot of devotional reading, and just a lot of reading of other, what I would regard as sacred texts that talk about pouring back into yourself and essentially filling your cup. And right. I think that, you know, through that meditation, through, through that prayer, and through just the the sheer illustration of how powerful the human connection is it's kind of hard to not be creatively inspired because it's nothing like a pandemic to really just make it real that at the end of the day we're all human beings trying to live this life <laughs> i know right 
So, um, so how did you find your calling? Oh my goodness. I, I will say that maybe I didn't find it immediately. This was something that was kind of planned for me when I was in the womb. Um, <laughs> I know, right? So, yeah, Growing up I mean, in a family of musicians, exactly. they're like, okay, okay, Chelsea, I don't think you're going to be a model. Girl, it's in your DNA. You have to be <laughs> in music. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we didn't have a violinist in the family yet. So my mother was like, she's going to play the violin. And everybody was on board with that. And they we're like we're gonna have a classical violinist in the family and I literally started taking <laughs> private lessons when I was four so I've been doing that it my crazy. whole life yeah. <laughs> but you know what it's, it's it's interesting that I think that but you know my mom always cooked so and she okay. was like the first person yeah so she was the first person like I was literally in the kitchen with her I'm the youngest of seven, so I literally was in the kitchen with her, helping her make her sweet potato pie. She would make her mm. dinner rolls. I help her with that. I'd be snapping her string beans and stuff like that. So it's like you kind of gravitate toward, kind of gravitate to what comes natural for you. And working with my working beside my mom, it almost came natural for me because I realized that I was, um, you know, I was great with my hands. I didn't really picture myself even when I was small as a person working in the office, that type of thing. But I knew I was creatively driven and I knew I was great with my hands. So yeah, and so working in the kitchen with my mom was just like second nature to me. So it sounds like you had had the same experience with your family. Wow, yeah. I mean, it's just like you said, once you grow up around it and you're in it and you see it, it becomes second nature. So what do you consider to be your greatest accomplishment? Oh my goodness. That's far. That's far. Wow. I mean, you've only done like 90 million things and you're brilliant. Oh, no. so. <laughs> wow. That's, well, that's very kind of you to say, first of all. Thank you so much. I. That's such an interesting question because um, I feel like waking up every day is an accomplishment honestly because it means that God is not done with you yet and that is so powerful to me like just the idea of God's purpose um, being your life and like what, what it is that you're supposed to do in his divine alignment I think every day is such a rich opportunity for us to try to pour and tap into that and so I will say I'm so grateful for so many profound experiences in my lifetime and one that I can I guess highlight would definitely be would be becoming a professor Um, because when I was a young black girl considering what college to go to you know you could count on one hand the amount of black violin professors you could find in this country mm-hmm. yeah. so you know yes. I am so grateful that that picture has changed through the years but even still um, you know last year it, the number is less than 15 at, at oh, yeah. all you know at all colleges and universities across America which is kind of mind boggling so to be in the number and 
to be a picture of possibility for a young a young you know person of color that may want to go into higher education with a classical instrument i think that's a really really um that's a big title that i cherish and and do my best to be a good steward in as best i can yeah because i noticed that you're doing not only are you performing but you have the uh, academic background to, to, to let folks know, hey, I'm the real deal. I'm the real McCoy because you went to <laughs> Peabody Conservatory. And it's interesting that you went to Peabody because a good one of my best friends, her son, is a guitarist. And oh, he's, okay. I think, yeah, I think Brandon's like eight, well, I think she just turned 18 or 19 right about now. So she's been kind of uh, telling me about, you know, going through his, his auditions and things like that. And I think Peabody was one of the places that he went and they were just impressed that he could, you know, sight read music and he could do all these things and da 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 So, and not only that, you're an ambassador with uh, another organization. So you're performing, but you're also doing the, you know, the, the, the academic part of it. So that's very important, I'm sure, in your career. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I my parents definitely impressed upon me the the importance of having you know getting the getting the that credential. <laughs> like yes. you you want to even if you never use it, never need it, you will have it. And and I remember touring overseas, and that was one of the questions they would always ask was like, why did you go all the way through school like that? And, and to me, I think one of the biggest things about a quote unquote having a doctorate means that you're always practicing. You know, when, when lawyers get a jurist doctorate, they're practicing law. When, when doctors get a medical doctorate, they are practicing medicine. It's the same as music. Like you're always <laughs> practicing music and, and evolving your, your artistry. So I think it's, it's nothing wrong with always learning new things. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's funny that you say that because a lot of people say, well, did you go to culinary school? Did you do this? Did you do that? And I just say, you know, as a, as a, as a Black man, as a brown person, I think it's important. Mm-hmm. I was much, when I was growing up, I, was much, I would much rather have invested in my future than going out buying, uh, you know, 50000 30000 whatever, you know, $1,000 car or whatever. So I just found that it's best just as a person of color going into a particular field to have as much, you know, paper behind you, so to speak. And, 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 and you certainly prove that. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I appreciate it. I do feel like the hustle is equitable, though. You know, right. you still got to get out here. Oh, yeah. And, Absolutely. You know, and, and grind it and grind it out either way. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, you know, how did you overcome your greatest challenge? Mm. Mm. I, is, with have I with prayer, it? I'm sure. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like, have, have I overcome it? You know, I feel like the the biggest challenge with with being a creative is that you always have to create. You know, you, you always have to create. And, and sometimes you have to do it despite somebody giving you an opportunity to do it. Um, and it's, you know, trying to manage... How will I get the resources? How will I get the money to make it happen? You know, I need production help and blah, blah, blah. It's just, the list goes on. So each step is kind of a challenge in that way. 
am extremely grateful to be an independent musician and I think it's been a blessing. At the same time, it is very much a challenge <laughs> when, mm-hmm. when you don't have a team of people to support and help in that way. So it, it, it can be challenging to, to juggle and to manage my schedule, but um, so overcome, I don't know if I can say that word, but I will say <laughs> I've learned to manage and, and that I am grateful for. Yeah, yeah, because I think that's a, yeah, just, just like you said, just being a creative, it's like, you know, I'm doing some, just to kind of relate to your story, I'm just, I'm working on uh, some, you know, recipe development. It's like, mm-hmm. I've tried, you know, I've tried this recipe like five or six different times. And it's like, yeah. you know, you have a panel of, of folks that want to, you know, nitpick and do this and do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, girl, <laughs> it's like, come on. Yes. It's like, really? And then, you know, once once I quote unquote perfect the recipe or make it presentable, then I still have to kind of present it to other folks, like the higher ups. Right. And then it's, you know, it's it's reworking the recipes all over again because they're going to come and change it and, and tweak it or say whatever. So, yeah, it, 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 it becomes challenging. It becomes challenging. Absolutely. And, and as, the, as the artist that you are, you know what makes the food taste the way it's supposed to. At the end of the day, recipe or not, you know what needs to go in there, right? So exactly. It's, it's, it's communicating that to the people that quote unquote will you know edit it or cultivate it for the ears that you know want to receive at the end of the day the food that they know you can make so <laughs> exactly it's, you know it's the same thing with music I I have we have five rec- um, recorded projects that have been released on streaming platforms and I, we were very blessed to have one of the projects reach the billboard chart Otherwise, we I pour a lot of money, a lot of resources, oh, I'm sure. you know, and a lot of time into developing new music and new records that you know don't get millions of streams, and and you and it can it can sometimes hit you like, dang, am I doing the right thing? Like, am I really in yeah. this? You know, but you have to just trust that there is there is purpose in what you're doing and that your voice is heard you know whether whatever platform it's on you know that you still have to have a voice so that's what I try to hold hold on to to help me manage through all the challenges yeah and sometimes when I kind of get like discouraged Mm -hmm. I just think I believe in the divine order I believe I am exactly what I'm supposed supposed to be I believe I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing I believe that I'm at this point for whatever reason that's beyond me understanding, but mm-hmm. I believe that I'm definitely on the right journey when I kind of get, you know, it's hard to grasp sometimes, but, um, yeah. you know, in those, in those troubling times, I'll call them, I have to, I have to keep that in mind. Yeah. So what's, what's your message to the young folks uh, seeking their purpose in music or that want to pursue music? Oh my goodness. My... <laughs> it's like how much time do we have my <laughs> message my message to the young folks is um, to really know who they are like really really work on knowing your own self knowing your own ideas 
regardless of what you see on social media, regardless of what you see on the internet, like who are you? What is your message? And how does your message relate to the other person that you want to relate to? How are you communicating that message? Because what what I'm starting to see is like things happening in trends for the sake of the trend mm-hmm. and and not for the sake of the message. Like, you know, right. What 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 is the point or what is what is your purpose in doing what you're doing? And so because really when you identify that purpose, then you know how to better yourself to help communicate it better, right? To help to help develop and communicate your artistry better. And that's what gives you the upper hand in this industry. Knowing what you're trying to say, knowing how to say it, and knowing why you're saying it. So I just really want young people to really spend the time to get to know themselves and to know why they're doing what they're doing. Amen. It's like you're preaching today. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I get really passionate about it because I feel like my generation kind of was this generation where like our parents were like, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that. And I know that our children now, you know, a lot of my college students, they have so many choices and they're inundated with this oversaturated, you know, with TikTok, with YouTube, Mm -hmm. with all of these, you know, very present thing that they keep on their phone and they watch all day like they could literally watch it all day and and I don't want that to cloud their gifts they're so brilliant and smart technologically savvy they're they're young geniuses and they if they really could harness that and and really cultivate what it is for them with intention man it could really be some powerful movement happening I'm telling you, it's like, mm-hmm. I was telling my, telling a friend of mine, it's like, I don't know how, it's like that constant stimulation. It's like, dude, yes. sometimes just as a creative person or as a, whatever you're doing, sometimes you just have to just, what's the peace be still. You have to be quiet, yes. you have to center yourself. Yes. You don't need so much of the noise. Cause it's like, how do you focus on what you're doing next? If you're constantly being, you know, information is constantly being thrown at you. It's like, sometimes you just have to kind of chill and relax. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you know, you've done some pretty incredible things in your life and in your career. What's the next step for Dr. Chelsea Green and the Green Project? My goodness. Um, It is my At least that you can share. Right. right. I mean, I I will say that it it is my prayer that the next step just be continued steps. Like, I just want us to, you know, keep developing new music, keep developing new educational programs. We do a lot of work with young people uh, in, you know, all different kinds of communities, all different backgrounds, um, and just trying to help them see that they have access. You know, there's, there there is access for everyone. And so I'm just praying that, you know, as our music grows, you know, prayerfully we can get some tour dates that are safe and we can start spreading out again, maybe even be performing overseas again, which would be a blessing and really taking our educational program to the next level as well. Yeah, yeah, because I saw you the other day and you, you were in 
um, you were with an orchestra. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, we have been, it has been such an honor to be performing with these um, internationally acclaimed large professional ensembles. I tell you, like, it is really difficult <laughs> to articulate in words the feeling when you get on stage with these massive orchestras and they're playing your original music. Um, so we've been, you know, honored to play with National Symphony uh, from uh, at the Kennedy Center. We've also played with the Prince George's Philharmonic Orchestra at Prince George's Community College, which was phenomenal. And then we also just last week recorded with the United States Air Force Band. Just, you know, mind-blowing experiences that I'm super grateful for. Yeah, it's like tears are welling up in my eyes just thinking about, because I've been in that, you know, I've had that feeling that mm-hmm. you're in this space and it's like, yeah, um, you know, what did I do to get here? And it's like, mm-hmm. you walk into a room and you know, you're beautiful and you're stunning and you have this beautiful Aww. smile. And so people, mm-hmm. I know they're surprised because they're not seeing, used to seeing people like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or people that look like you. So, so right. that's, a, that's another blessing that they say, oh, wow, this woman has, you know, done all these things, this and that. And then you walk on this side. Oh, okay. You know, it, it. I tell you, we. One of the. I can say this. One. One of the songs that we recorded with the Air Force Band was "Lift Every Voice and Sing." And to sit up there in that moment <laughs> and to feel what it meant to play to record this song with, mm-hmm. you know, being a black woman violinist. You know, I. I mm-hmm. I tell you, I if it were not for me having to keep myself together for rolling the tape, I would have had to lose it and do a little shout across that room. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. Just before I forget, so I don't forget, how can listeners find you and where you're playing next? Please log on to my website, ChelseaGreen.com, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y. G-R-E-E-N dot com and they can log on to see all of the upcoming shows they can find out more about our programs and what we do see some of our past events everything is available on the site also our social media Um, please join us on Instagram at Green Violinist and I'm also on Facebook the group is on Facebook, Chelsea Green and the Green Project. Okay, and next, but certainly not least, whisper something sweet in our ears. Oh my goodness! <laughs> just any little, just any little pearls of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience. Okay, okay. Um, no matter what comes your way, pour into yourself today. Amen. <laughs> yep, yep. Amen, sister. <laughs> it has really been an Oh, yeah. So, guys, when you go to her website, make sure you check out her selfie. So, those modeling may not be, you know, too far off. <laughs> <laughs> You are so kind. So you could be, 
You could be this, you know, this huge violinist and do some side gigs on the side modeling. I'm just saying. I'm just I, saying. I will say that my my past does include a little bit of modeling. When I was a little little girl, when I was a baby, I was signed to a modeling agency and um they kicked me off the roster when i lost my two front teeth and my mom wouldn't put the fake teeth in for the photo shoot. <laughs> they're like oh if you don't want to give her fake teeth we can't do it it was so funny <laughs> i'm sure you were a beautiful little girl with little pigtails <laughs> that's exactly and it that's exactly and you're too missing front teeth i think everybody has family pictures like that you know right. we all had those missing teeth so that's not a bad thing because look at you now it's like it's like the swan <laughs> right you're right we all go through it we all go through it we all go through it you know what dr green it's really been a pleasure speaking with you um i'm super proud of you and i definitely want to give you your flowers because you. what you've done what you've done what you continue to do pointing to young people pointing to your community pointing to your music and what you do in your artistry is really an admirable thing and most importantly it's it's uh it's something to look up to when you're a person of color especially in times like now so thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to be with us um, on Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef, the podcast. It has been such an honor. Thank you for asking me to join you today. It's been a joy to talk to you as well. And thank you for your support and encouraging words. I, I truly, truly appreciate you. Of course, of course. And one other thing, if you ever, if you ever need anything, Sweet Spies, you're doing a little something, you want to celebrate something, Please think about me and reach out to me because I would sure, and I, I probably will pop up, probably because I think you're doing some local dates or something. So I may pop up at one of your shows and be like, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> <laughs> please do. Please do. That would be great. You're going to do well. And I wish you nothing but continued success, Dr. Graham. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And you have a great day. Like I said, if you ever need anything, please reach out. Okay, I certainly will. Thank you for your time, Dr. Green. You are welcome. Have a blessed one. Do you need help with a bakery or dessert concept? How about assistance with menu or recipe development? Let me be your go-to professional for all things desserts. Please visit www.sugarchef.com to schedule your private consultation. That's www.sugachef.com. Making life sweeter, one dessert at a time. Thank you for tuning in to Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef, the podcast.